How you doing, brother? How you doing? <laughs> Better now. I mean, it's the first time we're doing a split screen, so we're glad it's working out. Well, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be just fine. I just wish I was in a a sexier hotel room for you, but that's that's the business, man. And that's the business. And I'm I'm looking behind you. and I say, what hotel could that possibly be? <laughs> well, it ain't the, it ain't the Four Seasons, but it's all about the job, right? I don't I don't need that much luxury. I just need uh, a hot shower and a door that locks, and then. Uh, Point me to the makeup chair. Great. Well, first off, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I've been talking for the last couple of minutes before you joined us a little bit about yourself or about Meet the Host. And this is the first time we're doing a Meet the Host where you're not on the couch with me in person. So it's a little different, but I'm so happy that you could join us uh, via the split screen. Well, I am honored to be here, man. And listen, technology makes so many things available to us now. And um, I think today's talent and uh, today's personality is really doing a fantastic job um, as a whole. I say that, you know, I, I address us as a group. I think we're doing a great job of, of embracing all of this technology. And some of it sticks. Uh, some of it doesn't. You know, we saw things like Periscope uh, go by the wayside. Yeah. And um, uh, but, you know, it's 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 evolutionary. And uh, I think the hosts and the talent and the personality that stick around uh, for the long haul are the ones that can kind of ride the wave of it all. Speaking of long haul, what a better way to start. I mean, you've been in the game for, for a long time, a legendary, uh, you know, host, game show host, keynote speaker, you know, author, TV personality, so much to talk about. Let's just start with, you know, right now, what do you host right now? Uh, well, right now, I'm thrilled to be hosting the touring version of The Price is Right Live. Uh, the Price is Right. It's the live stage version of America's most, well, I, you know, most iconic game show. Really, you can't debate that. And we've been doing that for about 16 years. We kick off our fall tour uh, coming up in just a few weeks here. And in addition to that, I'm really excited to have returned to the home shopping genre. I'm, uh, I'm working on the Evine Network now, which is why I'm here in beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'll be on the air tonight, actually. And and I love the home shopping genre. I, I spent a little time on Home Shopping Network about a decade ago. And uh, you want to talk live, uh, nonstop television action. It doesn't get much more live than the home shopping world. So I'm working with some great people. And uh, yesterday, I, I was on the air with uh, Captain Sig Hansen from Deadliest Catch. And uh, we had a great time. So uh, everything is wonderful. You know, this, this industry... Uh, never ceases to amaze, and it, it's constantly throwing new things at you, and uh, there's never a dull moment. So I'm, I'm very grateful. So speaking of the program, if, if people say, ah, you know, I just I got a little bit of Todd on Meet the Host this morning, but I want to see Todd later, where do they catch that program on Evine? Uh, you can check your local listings for the Evine Network, or you can uh, watch us live all the time, speaking of technology, at evine.com. So, uh, you know, it used to be, I remember the time when, when we would focus on how many homes the shows we were working on were available in. Uh, but now with the internet, we're available and, and accessible worldwide, 24-7, on demand, and um, the, the, the excitement just really never stops. So evine.com is a great way to find out where we air in your market uh, or just watch us on your laptop or tablet. Right. And so you're not wrong by saying that The Price is Right is the most iconic game show. I mean, for running. I mean, it's fantastic. What a, what a, what a game show for you to be touring the country uh, and hosting. And with that personality, it's perfect. Let's wind it back to where it all started for Todd Newton, yeah. you know? And, and we got a lot to talk about, so I try to move through everything. We got your book. But let's talk about where it all started for you. How'd you know you wanted to be host? And how'd you get into the business for people that aren't aware? Well, that's a great question. Um, I guess if I take it back to the very, very beginning, it was uh, when I would lie in bed as a child and hear my father laughing hysterically 
at Johnny Carson. You know, I, I uh, he would watch Johnny's monologue and and uh, you know, for for younger talent, if if you really want to invest in your career and see interviewing and hosting done at its very best, I encourage people to to just study Johnny Carson on YouTube. I mean. Uh, there was no one like him then, and there hasn't been anyone like him since. And the fact that he could make my father laugh the way he did, um, to me, you know, my father loved to laugh, but but not laugh like that. You know, only Johnny could do that. And I started to realize that Johnny Carson was entertaining millions of people just by being himself. And I was fascinated by that. I didn't know the term host. I didn't know the term entertainer even then. Uh, but as I started to get older and I started to really appreciate Johnny for myself, I started to see others who were doing that. People like Mr. Barker, Bob Barker, who I'm proud to say was a mentor of mine, uh, Gene Rayburn, Richard Dawson, uh, you know, all of these, all of these personalities just really bringing America together by just being a slightly exaggerated version of themselves. And I, I recognized that the person they were off camera couldn't be much different than what we were seeing on camera. So uh, I started to study those guys. And at the same time, top 40 rock and roll FM radio started to creep into my psyche. And I would hear, I grew up in St. Louis, as I said, and we had some of the greatest radio disc jockeys on the dial right there in St. Louis. So these guys kind of, Co they kind of commingled with the guys I was watching on television, and I knew that this is what I meant was meant to do. I knew that I was meant to be either on the radio or on television or both. And uh, I had a grandmother who uh, was a comedian during World War II who uh, loved to entertain and loved to uh, to be on stage. She was actually on stage alongside Phyllis Diller many many times, uh, way way back in the day, and she kind of nurtured that that showbiz bug in me and and helped me to to grow and let that energy and that passion sprout well that's fantastic and immediately i take from it that to uh be successful in this industry there's authenticity that you have to share without question and that's one of the things when i coach or train a, a, a new talent someone who's just entering the business i tell them i'm like if you're not in this for the long game step out you might as well get out of the way, save yourself a lot of frustration, a lot of heartbreak, because if you're not true to it, if you're not authentic, if it's not coming from the right place, then you're in the wrong spot. And I think that's true in any industry. But this is the one that I know. This is the industry that I love. And I think if you want to be something that you're not, then study acting. Uh, if you want to be funny and crack jokes and, and look for the punchline, then, then study comedy, become a comedian. But if you're looking to entertain, inform, inspire, then I think you're in the right place if you want to do it from a genuine spot and if you want to do it by just being a slightly exaggerated version of yourself. So I want to get on to not just prices right where you're working on now, but give us, you got a funny story on the road from a contestant or uh, something that just hits your mind like that, that that was so great that someone that maybe yeah. wasn't there would, uh, you know, be in tune with? Well, you know, it's, yes, I do. And, and in addition to that story, which I'm happy to tell, I, I believe that with all the years that we've had the pleasure of doing The Price is Right Live, combined with all of the television shows I've had the pleasure of doing, I can safely say that I've been picked up, hugged, swung around, dropped, squeezed more than any other host in television. And, and I, I, I take those bumps and bruises with pride. I wear them as a badge of honor. But the, the story that stands out in my, in my mind, and Bob Barker always tells me 
to remember that every contestant or every guest that you're interviewing has a backstory. They all have a reason why they're there. And sometimes you just have to dig a little to get to that story. And the example he gave me was, we could say that this is Betty from Montana who's looking to win this trip to Las Vegas. Good luck, Betty, let's play. Or we can ask a couple of questions and we just might find out that Betty from Montana just retired from the post office. She has 14 grandchildren. She has never been on an airplane. And her favorite pastime is playing blackjack on her computer at home. Well, now everybody in the audience wants to see Betty win this trip and get on an airplane and go to Las Vegas and play blackjack at a table like she should. So the first time that I was able to award a contestant $1 million was on a show called Powerball Instant Millionaire. It was 2005. It's produced by Sandy Stewart, the gentleman that introduced me to the game show genre. And the contestant was a guy about, I'm going to say early 30s, 32, 33. He had just retired from the Air Force, and he had just adopted his late brother's two children, making it five kids in the house. Well, he was playing for $1 million. And I will tell you, Michael, when he won that money, that audience erupted because they knew his backstory. And I'll never forget, when you're a host, you get to see things that the audience doesn't get to see. You get to see the quivering of the lip. And you get to see the sweat forming on the brow. You, you get to be in that moment. Mm -hmm. But when you're playing the game, through the eyes of the contestant, when you know that individual, when you have something invested, every game, every round, every interview is new and fresh. It's like when you have kids yourself, all of a sudden Christmas is cool again. Birthdays are exciting again. And when that gentleman won that $1 million, I felt as if I was winning it right along with him. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've been able to give away, I think the count now is, is over $50 million in cash and prizes, but I'll never forget that prize. I'll never forget that moment. And when, when interviewers like you ask me that question, what's the one moment, it's always that one. Because not only was his life changed, but the lives of, of all those children were changed. And the memory of his, of his late brother was really uh, really paid tribute to that night. It was an exciting night. And that's a great story. And even further from that story, I already, I mean, just hearing that story, I can see the connection that a host needs to make yeah. with the audience, with the contestant, and how that furthers every part of it. Because you make that connection, now the audience is kind of feeling connected. They have a little backstory. And immediately, I'm thinking about when I watch shows like The Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy, and immediately you get those, you know, five seconds where they introduce you know, the contestant tell me something this and way. Maybe you feel a connection, and now I'm seeing it in, in action, thinking about it, and you're so right. Well, I've, I've always been taught that the key to any successful performance, whether on air, on stage, or now online, is getting the person that's watching you to talk back to you in the first 60 seconds. You know, and we do it all the time on Evine. You know, when uh, a lot of people tune into Evine because they're entertained by what they see and they stick around to do a little shopping. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you have to have that rapport. I mean, rapport is the one vital element to the success of anyone in this industry, more so than talent. If, if people don't want to dedicate a little bit of their time with you, you've got nothing.
And in today's world, when people are taking the kids back and forth to soccer practice, when the phone is ringing off the hook, when we're getting bombarded with text messages and emails, people work from home and you know they're, they're on the clock 24 seven, to get them to spend a little bit of time with you is a real gift. And it's something you have to value and you have to value it by establishing a connection, a relationship that they want to be a part of. I mean, this is this is tremendous feedback and advice already for any hosts that are even uh, out there listening. So, so you, you're you know you've done numerous game shows for for decades now, and uh, any difficult part of being a game show host? Well, I th I think the number one component is uh, to remember that as the host, you're the ringleader. You're not the whole circus. And no one goes to the circus to see the ringleader. They go to see the trapeze artist and they go to see the clowns and they go to see the motorcycle rider across the tightrope, you know. Yeah. But it's your job to maintain the rhythm and to thread everything together. And I, I speak to a lot of uh, young personalities. And, you know, it's funny. I, I found myself using the word personality or talent more so than host these days. Because whenever I say host, to me, it feels like uh, we're talking about 1995 and a talking head, you know, like listening to your favorite music on a CD. You can do it and it sounds good, but it's not the really the way it's done anymore. And, and I think the term personality kind of envelops everything we do. Um, it, it, it involves all the components because today's talent is a hustler. Today's talent is an interviewer. Today's talent is is the ringleader. So personalities are really, really in high demand these days. And and the reason we're in demand is because not everybody can do what we do. It is a tough job. There's a lot more to it than people understand. Whether you're working a red carpet and handling all of those bam, bam, bam machine gun interviews that hit, and you know from working a red carpet. You're standing around, standing around, and then all of a sudden, it's one interview after another. And you can't think in the terms of sound bites. you got to think in terms of information, of entertainment, and the two of them coming together. So that's the difficult part. It's realizing exactly what's expected of you and striving to exceed the expectations of those watching you, those paying you with each and every performance. And that's... That's a lot easier said than done, and uh, and most personalities know that. But that would be the most difficult part of any hosting gig. Yeah, and I, I like that. That's so true. It's not just a host. I mean, personality really envelops a lot. And speaking of personality, where did you come up with the moniker? How did you uh, determine you were the host with the most? Well, uh, you know, obviously we've all heard the term the host with the most for years. Sure. It's been everywhere. But back in 2007, we were doing the Price is Right Live in uh, Las Vegas. We did a residency at uh, the beautiful Bally's Casino in Vegas for six years at the legendary Jubilee Theater. I mean, right in the middle of the strip. And uh, for a host, a game show host, to be able to, to be a game show host in Las Vegas, some of my heroes, of course, Johnny Carson, Dean Martin, Sinatra, you know, these great all-around entertainers. And now I was in Vegas. It was the coolest thing ever. Well, Las Vegas Magazine uh, came to do a nice uh, article on our show, and they labeled it the host with the most. And I thought, hey, I, I kind of like that, you know, with my picture right underneath it. <laughs> so I trademarked it. You know, I believe, in, I, I believe if, if you're going to build a brand, you got to own that brand. And uh, when I found out the moniker was available, I bought it. I didn't care what it cost. But uh, when it comes to branding and building everything I do under this hosting umbrella, 
it's been invaluable. So I, I love I love having it. And, uh, you know, from being a host yourself, man, it ain't easy being cheesy. So anything <laughs> we can find that uh, that kind of ups that ante is a real tool in our belt. That, that's right. And that's actually the name of your podcast. You have a podcast. That's, that's right. The host at the most. If anybody wants more Todd, uh, you can find him on iTunes at the at the host with the most podcast. Uh, short, you know, pretty short segments, easy to listen to, quick, enjoyable, uh, a little cheese. It's great. Um, Thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you. So, so, so let's talk about the book. I mean, you have multiple books, though, not just one, but the, the recent book, Life in the, in the Bonus Round, and uh, kind of the updates to it, right? That's right. Um, the Life in the Bonus Round is it's the beginning of my autobiographical journey. And the way it started was uh, I spend a lot of time traveling. I enjoy traveling. I love working with people. I love changes of scenery. Uh, I sleep quite well in hotel rooms and uh, I don't mind jumping on an airplane. I just love being on a stage or being in front of the camera and I'll go anywhere to do it. Uh, but the downside to travel is that you're away from your family. And I have great kids that I love more than anything in this world and an incredibly supportive family. Uh, thank goodness. So uh, I found myself many years ago when my kids were younger, writing to them in a journal. I would write about where I went. I would write about the things I saw, the theaters I performed in, um, where I ate dinner. If, if, uh, you know, if it was a nice restaurant someplace or if something funny happened or people that I meet and work with. And after several years, I had journals and journals, I mean, book after book, filled with these great memories. And I thought, well, you know, my memories go back further than just being on the road. I have some great stories in radio and things that I've learned from, uh, from people that were where I wanted to be. And I wanted to share those things, not only with my children, but to other people who had the same dreams and aspirations career-wise that I had. And uh, so I wrote the book and you and I have talked about technology and how it's such a gift to us. I wrote the book and a friend of mine suggested uh, instead of taking it to my agent and, and, and going through a literary uh, publishing representation nightmare and, and losing out on a percentage of the, of the money and, and, and the time that it takes to get your book out to the world, stretching out to months, even years, why not just self-publish it? So we did that. We self-published it under the Newton Media banner, and now I have complete ownership to it. And what I'm very proud of about that book is not only how many people have purchased it and enjoyed it and the wonderful feedback we've gotten, but also that 100% of the proceeds from all of my books go to charities that I'm passionate about. And, and I would much rather that money go to the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Disease Research, uh, animal rescue organizations around the country, which is kind of my tribute and my way of paying Bob Barker back for all he did for me, uh, and children's hospitals all across the country. I would much rather know that we're contributing to them, you know, as little of, of, as that money may be, a drop in the bucket to them, at least I know it's going there, than filling the pockets of people that I don't even know. And uh, that's just, that's the icing on the cake as far as the books, but I really enjoy writing and I encourage all young personalities and talent to write because your story has begun. And at some point you're gonna look back on your career the way I look back on mine and just smile and say, man, that was a hell of a ride. 
what a journey this has been, you know, because we think it's a straight line from point A to point B. We think that all we got to do is keep chugging away for that one big break. I'll tell you, friend, there is not one big break. There are a lot of great little breaks along the way that make this ride a roller coaster of fun, excitement, laughter, tears, curse words, uh, shouts of joy and terror. You know, it doesn't stop. And, and those stories really do a wondrous job of filling the pages of a book. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I haven't finished it, but I've been reading it and uh, the stories and, uh, you know, from Vienna and just and, and hearing about, you know, your life. And it's, it's really interesting and, and exciting. And, and let's just take a, a quick second here. I want to thank Irv and Keith and Thomas for, for you know, chiming in during the live chat and, and, and show with uh, Todd. Speaking of charities, Todd, I know you have uh, the Newton Fund for Kids, right? Yeah. Yes, that, I do. How does that play in? Uh, Newton Fund for Kids benefits children's hospitals uh, from coast to coast, primarily Phoenix, which is where I'm based, St. Louis, which is where I was raised, uh, Boston, Los Angeles, and uh, San Antonio, Texas. And the reason we became involved with children's hospitals is because I asked my kids, who would you like to support? Who would you like to try and help? And my kids picked children um, who are hurt or children who are sick. And they did this at a very young age. So obviously as a dad, it warmed my heart. Mm -hmm. So we formed the Newton Fund for Kids because I believe that when a child is sick or when a child is hurt, the last thing that family should have to think about is how they're gonna pay those medical bills. I mean, come on, you know, the family needs to think about being together, circling the wagons and providing strength and emotional support to one another. So we try to help out. And again, I, I wish that I wish that I could uh, sign a, a, a $50 million deal for a new project right now and, and build a wing so that no family ever had to worry about it. But until that time comes, we'll just keep doing what we can. I mean, I mean which is incredible. Doing anything is incredible. And uh, very touching that the kids are the ones that kind of yeah, inspire. Yeah, my favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah, it. of course. Your kids, kids growing up now? They're teenagers now, yeah, okay. 17, 13, and then I have a niece who's four, you know, and I love her as if she's my own, so uh, it's it's pretty exciting. I mean, life is good, and, um, and you know, they add so much to it, and they keep me on my toes, man, and I think so, if there's, if they're, did they if they're go ahead. Feed, feedback, or they ever say, you know, I, I saw you do this, you could have done this better, or you should have done this, or, or I want to make slow, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, my son is is a big Deadliest Catch fan. Okay. Uh, my son used to work on a charter boat, and and he knows the uh, the grind that that is. So yesterday, when I was on with Captain Sig from Deadliest Catch, uh, the one piece of feedback my son gave me was, "You should have worn nicer shoes." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you listen. As parents, all we try, you know, the best we can be is cool. If if your kids <laughs> say that you're cool, then you know you really hit that. So that constantly gives you something to strive for. There you, know? you yeah, There you go. The, 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 the striving to be cool. So that's it, man. So, so you know, you you're game show host, author. You've got your podcast. You're going live, hosting for Evine, all this stuff. But keynote speaker also. And what's yeah. the? I want to know not just about giving keynotes, but how do you differentiate based on what you're performing or what you're doing and what you're talking about? Uh, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. It's got to come from the heart. You know, and uh, another one of my books is called The Choice is Yours. Uh, it's a personal development book, another one that I wrote on the road, and it basically breaks down uh, the word choice. It, we turn it into an acronym. 
for the keys that I believe are essential if you're going to be, and I, I try not to use the word successful. I feel like that word is overused, but if you want to be fulfilled, I don't think you can be successful. I don't think you can be happy unless you're truly fulfilled. And that means in your professional life, as well as your personal life, you just, you gotta, you gotta love it, man. You know, so we broke the word choice down into these words. First of all, you have to choose exactly what it is you're going to conquer what it is you want to you want to really kill at number two you got to follow it with all your heart and man you got to sacrifice you got to give up the nights out with the friends you got to give up the messing around the sitting around binge watching shows and you got to turn that time into into time that you're working towards your career got to do it because if you're not someone else is that's just the way it is o stands for opportunity not only do you have to learn to seize every opportunity that comes your way big or small but you got to learn to create opportunities for yourself and for other people. And if you're waiting for the big opportunity, if you're waiting for success to come knocking on your door, you're going to get passed up because there are people right now who are watching us, who are out there grinding from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed, forget eight hours of sleep. You got to hustle nonstop. That's opportunity. That's and then I, Michael, this is a real interesting one. This one's instinct. You got to learn to follow your instincts because your gut, those instincts are a culmination of every experience, every win, every loss, every thought that you've ever had. Instincts are not random. They come from deep within, and that's science. I'm a big fan of science. Instincts are a valid source of decision-making, so I don't want people to ignore their instincts ever. The second C in the word choice stands for giving back to the community. We've already discuss that and how important that is for your own fulfillment and for the benefit of others. And then finally, E, E stands for constantly striving to be the exception to the rule. You're not ever going to make it onto television. You're not ever going to become an influencer. You're not ever going to become a personality if you're not an exception to the rule. The rule is the standard. The rule is the status quo. Everybody's there. Mm -hmm. You got to do what you can to rise above it, whether it's your smile, whether it's the way you interview someone, whether it's the jokes you tell, the way you sing, whatever the case may be, in whatever industry you may be in, you've got to be the exception to the rule. Wow. Uh, that is that is so true. I mean, you've given already. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here interviewing you, talking to you, and I'm trying to process all that you're giving, <laughs> trusting your instincts, what? being, you know, different, yeah. differentiating yourself. The hustle is, is so paramount in how you describe everything. You're yeah. taking little win after little win. They adding up to bigger wins. For anybody that's interested, not just in hosting, but in life. These are life lessons. These are life, uh, you know, uh, ways to, to better yourself. This is uh, in, incredible information that you're providing. Uh, it's got me kind of paused in my head trying to process it uh, at, at the same time as we're doing this. So, so you're in Minneapolis. How long are you in Minnesota for? Uh, actually, I fly home tomorrow, and then uh, then I've got a week, uh, about a week off. We'll be doing some uh, some things locally on the West Coast, and then I'll be back here uh, on Evine uh, later on in the month. And we've got some incredible presentations coming up. And I got to tell you, you know, as for for talent and personalities that are watching you, and by the way, kudos to you on this show for all the work that goes into this show, and and to really make it specific to people like us. 
I, you know, I'm really grateful for this and I follow what you're doing and I, and I think you're doing a heck of a job. And I, I know how many personalities watch you and, and read the articles that you post and things of that nature. But I got to say, the group of personalities that I'm working with now on Evine is such an incredible roster of talent. And whether you're uh, a female who's looking to enter the beauty space, uh, the fashion space, or if you're just looking for really uh, to, to really learn from some seasoned veterans who do live television like no one else, Evine is the exception to the rule. And I truly mean that. I mean, QVC is probably the big daddy when it comes to home shopping. HSN is right up there. But I would put this, this roster of talent that we've got at Evine up against uh, any roster of talent on any show, not just in the home shopping space, uh, but on television any day of the week. And I'd, I'd put some money behind that. So I would encourage people to kind of take a look at the Heather Halls and the Skip Conleys and the Kendi Kleffers and, and the Lynn Shockers of the world. And, and there's a lot to learn from people that have been doing this for a long time. This is a great group and I'm learning from them daily. Well, absolutely. I mean, there's, you are never too old or too young to stop learning. You should be learning something every day, uh, all the time. So that's, I mean, fantastic. Uh, and this is going to be an open invite to the hosts on Evine, the personalities. Uh, we'd love to have you on the program at Meet the Host. I appreciate your kind words. Uh, of course, it's not about along. Meet the Host. Yeah. The program really is meant to engage with hosts and personalities and learn about what they're doing. Because it's so, you know, you see hosts and you see interviewers all over, but they're usually doing the interviewing. It's more fun right. uh, sometimes hear about their side of the the camera, their side of the microphone. Their yeah, side. it's it's uh, nice to be over on this end of it every now and then, yeah, especially yeah. when an interviewer is is as prepared and has the skills you have. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on my skills every day as I, I and, and I learn by doing the interviews with uh, you know s someone as seasoned as yourself. Interesting to me, and, and you said this, and, I, and it hasn't gone out of my head the la you know for the last 15 minutes. But you know, Bob Barker, a mentor, and so. How did you, for someone looking for mentors or younger in this space, they're newer, how do you engage with uh, more seasoned veterans uh, in the industry that are maybe doing more to ask them for advice and stuff? What's the way to go about that? Great question, because I believe in mentorships and, and, and coaching. Um, I, I don't think there's anything that comes close to the value that, that a, good mentorship, um, a good mentorship provides. Um, I think I saw the value in a solid coach growing up. My father was uh, our basketball coach, and, and he taught values like integrity and family before things like dribbling and shooting free throws. You know, he taught the important things first, and when you learn those core values, everything else kind of falls into place. So I've always sought out the guidance uh, and the tutelage of those who have been there first. And I was hosting a show called Whammy, the New Pressure Luck back in 2001, 2002. It was produced by Fremantle Media, the company that's, that produces The Price is Right, uh, Family Feud, and uh, Let's Make a Deal. And so being a fan of Bob Barker for all these years, I thought, well, who better to learn from than the very best, than the top of the mountain, you know? And uh, so I, I, I kind of, I made a few phone calls to see if there was anyone that could put me in touch with Bob. And that led to getting uh, invited to watch a taping of The Price is Right. And I met Bob briefly afterwards. And, and I just asked him, I said, listen, can I get a little bit of your time? Can I take you to lunch? Can I hang out after a show? And, and he said, well, we'll get together. Let's, let's, let's get together. 
And uh, so the next week I went to two tapings. And then the week after that, I went to three tapings. And the next thing I know, uh, I was going to just about every taping <laughs> that I could get I could get into. And, and Bob and I established a nice rapport. Again, the word rapport. Uh, and he saw something in me that he recognized as, as a true appreciation for the host of crafting or the crafting, a uh, craft of hosting rather. And, uh, you know, our brief talks started to turn into, well, come up on the stage and let's, let's talk about uh, stage placement. And then let's talk about the contestants that I had on this show and maybe some contestants you've had on your show and how we could uh, increase the, the, um, the level of relatability that you've got with these contestants. And that combined with just working with him, and of course, Sandy Stewart, who I mentioned before, uh, introduced me to my first game show. He hired me to do a show called Hollywood Showdown. Sandy's still a dear friend who I, I turn to for, for counseling constantly. Um, the things that you learn from people like that, just in normal conversations, the things that they think of that they just want to, to, to relate to you spur of the moment, those are your most invaluable tips. Those are the things that you can't ever read on a text in a textbook. You'll never see them on YouTube. You may never even get them in coaching. And and it, you know when I work with with a talent, I try to I, I try to speak to them conversationally. I don't want to work in uh, walk in with a curriculum. I don't want to give them the same template that I just gave another client yesterday. That's not fair to them. They're more passionate about what they're doing than that. You know, they're taking time out of their schedule. They're paying for this time. And I want them to, to feel as if they've got me 24-7, uh, whether it be, a e be via email, text messaging, phone call, or our one-on-ones. And I think, that, I, I think that anyone that I've worked with, and we've got a series of, of YouTube videos coming out in the next couple of weeks, I think anyone will feel that, that that coaching has been different. It's been more intimate. It's been more relatable. Uh, they see me as more than just a trainer. You know, there are a lot of trainers who just kind of give it to you in black and white and they get on with the next thing. But uh, you got to seek those people out, you know, stalk them, call them, email them, do whatever you can. If they say no, they say no. It's nothing against you. They got other things going on in their lives. Yeah. You know? uh, but uh, but it's it's persistence. It's what it comes down to. I, I guess persistence is a better word than stalking. <laughs> it's probably more politically correct. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Nowadays you got to be careful, right? But that's uh, right. So for sure, persistence. Um, and you're you're hosting, uh, coaching, and, and mentoring uh, career. I, I wanted to make sure to to let everybody know that uh, you know anybody that's into any of this that uh, you know is looking for this. You've got you know media, you've got the whole. Uh, Newton Media that's in, you know, doing training and all that. And they can find all this at ToddNewtonOnline.com. Correct. Thank you, man. Yeah. And, of, and of course, you know, you talked about these videos that will be coming out on YouTube. So definitely go and subscribe to Todd. Make sure you don't miss those. Uh, and, and this is invaluable right here. I feel like these are free lessons you've been giving and free information. Um, man, I'm, I'm happy. Listen, it, we're all in this together. And, and the important thing to remember is there's room in the marketplace for everyone. Now more so than ever. Uh, you know, when I started out hosting, right when I moved to Los Angeles back in 94, I guess it was, um, I remember my agent would call. I had a wonderful agent at the time, a young woman by the name of Nicole Perry. 
and she would call with uh, with with an audition and i would show up and it would be the same guys in the in the room it would be me and and chris hardwick and mark l Wahlberg and a guy named roger lodge and mark steinus who was on entertainment tonight and then later the hallmark channel for many years yeah it would be all of it, it would, same guys in the room you know and yep. we'd shake hands and laugh oh jd roberto a good very talented host jd roberto would be there as well and uh, we would we would sit there we would talk and we'd all get called in you know and we'd do our thing and whoever got the gig we were happy for them you know it was just it was just uh, it would be one of us so it was a brotherhood but now the world has expanded so that you know there are very few auditions anymore initial auditions anyway now it's more let me just check out the link and then you know then you get called in for a meeting and that's another thing we work on too and the media consulting is uh the importance of a meeting walking in asking questions being interested don't just be there to give answers be there to ask about well what can i bring to you what is it you're looking for get those answers and empower yourself with that information but uh, but yeah it's it's pretty exciting how how everything has changed and it's neat watching people continue to succeed uh, that's my favorite part of it uh, absolutely uh, there's no way I think long-term success can be achieved and, and, you know, married to happiness if you're always, uh, you know, competing with someone and being negative about it. And I think that you saying that, you know, there's so much opportunity out there now, the way the world has moved into digital and media, and there's, you know, a million types of different ways to get your content that there's room for everybody. And that, yeah. that positive attitude of one where, you know, you can be, Hope thinking you're the one that should be getting a certain role, but you could also be uh, helpful and uh, excited for others that are competing in a similar space for you because there is enough for everyone to be doing something. One person can't do everything. That's true. That's true. And, um, you know, you may not want to do everything. I mean, there are, there are some gigs on TV that pay a lot of money that, quite honestly, between all of us, I wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want to work that hard. I wouldn't want to go to that place. I wouldn't want to be the one spewing that content, you know. But now we all have the opportunity to go worldwide, to go nationwide, to go coast to coast, and to provide the content that we want to provide. We can follow the interests that really mean something to us. And it really always boils down to that content. If what you're giving is what someone wants, they'll be there. So speaking of going worldwide and going places, I want to get to that in one second before, and I want to get you out of here in a reasonable amount of time, but I'm having a great time. I, I want to, um, I want to just make sure everybody, uh, first off, you know, we talked quickly about your Newton media and your training and stuff. And we have, uh, right in the actual, uh, Facebook live, a, uh, a promotion for you, uh, from Dan Johnson talking about you being a great coach, uh, and even, uh, you know, Keith, mentions he's known you for 30 years and uh, this is just a tiny glimpse into todd newton uh the great guy which i'm seeing right here uh on our facebook live for you know the last 20 minutes or so uh super engaged. i'll say i'll say something i want to say something about keith leatherman by the way okay and he has been a friend for the for the past 30 years and you may know, Michael, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tattoo aficionado. Yep. I have over 91 tattoos on my body. Keith has tattooed me more than anyone else in the world. And I, I one day, he and I are going to do something together. I don't know if we're going to open our own tattoo shop or do some form of tattoo project together. But I do believe that that son of a gun is probably the most talented tattoo artist in America. And uh, 
I would encourage everybody to follow Keith Leatherman. That guy is he is he is dangerous with a tattoo <laughs> with a tattoo gun. Well, <laughs> I, I love this, and guess what? And I said I had one more question, and I'm gonna throw an amendment in there because I want to know. You said you have 91 tattoos. 91 tattoos. You obviously know the exact amount. Do you know how many you have from Keith? How many I have from Keith? From Keith. oh. Let's see. Uh, one. I'm looking at one, two, three. I I'm counting five just on my arms right now. But okay. he. Uh, okay. Six, seven, whenever I know it's going to be painful, I, I go to I go to Keith. Any, <laughs> any plans for ninety two soon or what? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. I well, I get my listen. I love art. A lot of people love art. I just happen to like the kind of art that I can take with me wherever I go. I mean, why go out and spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on a piece of art that's just going to hang on your wall when you can spend some money, get some art that you're going to carry with you? You know, when you go, when you travel internationally, which is a passion of mine, I love to travel. Um, you can pick up a T-shirt. You can pick up, uh, you know, something for your home. I like to get something that's going to be with me forever. You know, I'm looking at Italy, France, uh, Sweden, you know, Canada, all over me right now. So uh, the next one, I believe, is going to be, I'm going to Hawaii. My family and I are taking a little R&R &R in Hawaii uh, next month. So I'm sure I'll get something uh, Hawaiian tattooed on my canvas someplace. I love it. I love it. All right. I'm going to get you out of here, but this is a perfect uh, finishing. Uh, so... You, you talked about you're going to Hawaii soon, great place. You love international travel. You named a bunch of great countries. But you said you've been to, you spent over a week in 49 states in the United States of America. Yeah. And you said yeah. there's just one you haven't. So the question yeah. is, have you gone to Alaska yet? And are you planning to? What's holding you back? I have not been to Alaska, and this came up yesterday I'm with Sig Hansen, right? by the way. Yeah, it came up with Sig. I said, listen, Sig, you got to get me out on that boat. I said, I don't want to do any manual labor. It would ruin my manicure, <laughs> but I want to get out on that boat in those Alaskan waters. And Sig said, if we can find a happy compromise, if I can at least do something to make the Northwestern, to make the boat uh, a little more productive, then maybe he might have a ride for me to Alaska. But until I come up with something to do to carry my own weight and prove my value, I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock on Sig taking me aboard. But I'll get there sooner or later, man. Sooner or later. Everybody's got to have something to shoot for, that's, right? That's right. You got, you got Alaska's yeah. the last one. That's amazing. So you, well, that's it. Traveler. Well, you're in Minnesota. You're going to be on Evine tonight. You can catch Todd at ToddNewtonOnline.com, on Instagram and Twitter, at Todd Newton. Obviously, he's got a huge presence on Facebook, all over social media. Uh, we'll we'll put up the links and everything on our our, our sites as well. Uh, can't thank you enough for joining us right now, Todd. And and hopefully, you know, if you do something with Keith where you set up a shop or whatnot, uh, you can invite us down and we can help. Uh, you know, blow it out at the start and interview you guys and whatever. I think that'd be great. You know? I think that's a great idea. We're gonna we're gonna keep that one. Uh, we're gonna keep that on the mission board, man. We got to get that done. And before I go, I just want to thank you again. For, uh, for Meet the Host and for introducing us to new talent, to, to folks like me that have been around a while. You're doing a great thing for the industry. I know it's a lot of work. I just don't want you to think for a second it's not appreciated. So thank you. Well, well we, we appreciate your time. And trust me, this is the first time we did it not in person. We hope that we'll make it out to Las Vegas sometime and we'll sit on the couch together. We'll have you back on and we'll have some of your compatriots 
and other hosts on. Uh, until the next time, uh, but but thanks again so much again, Todd Newton, legendary game ho- show host, uh, keynote speaker, and uh, before I let you go, we got to make sure you know you got a play coming out next year, right? Next year, it's called Mr. Razzle Dazzle, and uh, I listen. Playwriting is new for me, and I'm loving it. And if I can make myself laugh, hopefully, I can make you laugh with it. So it'll be a nice one-man play that I think will be intimate and uh, allow me to really get up close and personal with the audience. I'm looking forward to that, man. We never stop plugging along. You know how it is. You never stop hustling. You never start stop doing stuff. Uh, this is the start of uh, you know a great. Uh, conversation with Todd Newton. I'm sure we'll continue it down the road. We thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Meet the Host Facebook Live Edition. We'll talk to you soon. Todd. Thank you, brother. So, guys, uh, th- thanks so much to Todd for joining in. Uh, what an incredible uh, conversation it has been. And uh, we will share all this with you guys. And again, thanks for the comments. We'll continue to follow everyone. Make sure you follow Todd. And we really, really appreciate uh, the feedback we get, the comments, the suggestions, and uh, your suggestions on who we should interview because it's really about you. It's not about us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Follow us and subscribe to us.